Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other things. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, it is a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Good afternoon, Radio Yafta and Yafta. Yofta. The two brothers. Yofta and Yofta. Well, they, in my earlier days, our earlier days, they were the, the, the Mofta and Mofta. Mofta and Mofta brothers. Mofta. Yeah. Mofta where? Well, Mofta my face and Mofta bed. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Those Moftas. Well, good day, viewers. Hello. And welcome to episode 238 of Radio Hotlap, that light-hearted podcast that takes a look at the world of motor racing, motor racing, national and international. We need to Cremorne Wharf. Cremorne Wharf. First set down. Neutral Bay Junction. <laughs> 238. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Via um, <laughs> Musgrove Street Wharf. Okay. Rewind. <laughs> Episode 238 of Radio Hotlap. <laughs> Zany, sometimes stupid and foolish podcast that takes a light-hearted look at bus routes, routes, <laughs> other routes, any routes you can think of, um, technology and gadgets, barbecues, and um, the Bathurst 12-hour And next week. Technology. And technology. Oh, I already said technology and gadgets. Did you? Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah, I did. I'm sure I did. did what you? are you having to drink? <laughs> Moving right along. Presumptuous of you, isn't it? It was, wasn't it? Like sort of having a Darrenberg the stump jump well i was only there on sunday can you believe that without me without you because my sister had a friend over from the uk and we met her down in mclaren vale for lunch and we did we did three wineries before we uh, had lunch we went to coriol which was lovely as usual nice for olives and then we went to durhamburg more to show her friend the view from uh, said winery out over mclaren vale which is very lovely they didn't even go in for tasting shed yeah, but there is. It was uh, mate, mate, got the, the joint was heaving. Oh, they got head up their ass. We stood Sorry. outside, looked at the view, chatted for about ten minutes, and went, "We're not going to get in there. It's manic. Let's go." So we went. But then, so then we thought we'd go up their ass. We thought we'd go to Chalk Hill because it was on the way back, and bugger me, dead Chalk Hill was closed. I mean, how dare they? So anyway, we trundled round into the main street, and where did we go for the third one? Somewhere very, very pleasant that does a really good drop of red. Uh, but as to I can visualise the logo, but I can't remember the name of the winery. Where was it? it was in McLaren Vale Street, uh, High Street, but they, they're actually going to be moving to a new well, it's, it's just, uh, cellar door and tasting. There's just no point talking about this. And, um, and then we went okay. to Oscars for lunch. To where? It's most pleasant. Oscars. 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 Did you get Opposite a, Hardy's. Did you have a veal Oscar? No, but they did have veal. Oscar. I actually had um, Italian sausages. I'd have come along. Which was very nice. I would have come along. But yeah, you would have. Due to uh, uh, your uh, partner's inability to relate to me, I, I felt I couldn't come. Well, that's fair enough. As, so, yeah, as yeah. highlighted. That's right, in, in the last show. That's 237. Right. Exactly. Well, the, and that's and, fair and enough. And the incompatibility you know, thereof. That's right. And, and the fact but then you might have got horribly pissed again and pissed her off even more than you did the last time you met her. Oh, did I? Yeah. Did I piss her off the last time? Oh, you did. Was coming out? It didn't Severely. come out at 2.37. No, it didn't. Why didn't you say so? Because I was trying to be nice to you, but now you're harping on about it. I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll stick my knife in. I think you should. <laughs> I think you should harp on and tell us about it. No, come on, I, I, well, it, was when, it, was, it was Dr. Aper's 50th, remember, when you got horribly smashed and you were giving the cab driver shit all the way home, back to our place. But, what that did, but that had nothing to do with her. Well, you've just been totally obnoxious. But he was a cab driver. It's a good way. It's, going. it's not about the cab driver, is it? It's about, you know, respectable behaviour. I, I, but I, I beg to disagree. Actually, I don't beg at all. Well, don't beg. I'm allowed an opinion. Well, you are. So basically, it, so this is what it all comes down to, that your missus 
can't deal with me because she believes that I had an opinion that was different from hers. No, not because you had, you had an opinion. You were just being obnoxious, basically. But even I told you to shut the fuck up in the end. But he didn't know where he was going. <laughs> he knew well enough. No, he but just, hang on a minute. He just wasn't a particularly good driver. I'm sorry. I, uh, having navigated around Classic Adelaide around those roads, I, I do feel I'm entitled to be able to explain the fine details of... You know, I wasn't going like five left over crest and caution taxi driver. No, but it was pissing down with rain, and he was Indian. He didn't know where he was going. Ah, so therefore... He shouldn't have been in the country. I mean, I, I look, you know, again... I, I, so here you go again. He's just doing a job, driving us home. But he wasn't doing... He didn't his, need you. He wasn't doing his job. That's the point, Chopper. He wasn't doing his job. He had no idea about what his job was. And, you know, he was there in a, uh, a, 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 a satellite black spot. It's not like the a days of the... satellite black spot. You know, it's not, like the, it's not like the knowledge like they would have had in England... Isn't well, I know it's not like the now, before we you deviate like over to that, here. because you know you know your, your way around the old. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly um, where uh, I'm going because I was guiding him. So let's just so we just can we can sort of yeah. finalise it for the viewers. Right. Well, which the, the, the unhappiness yeah. of 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 your missus is that and has never been forgiven or forgotten from that day. So basically, she's going. She's ranked like the 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 the, the New Delhi cab driver. Uh, as a, a higher echelon of human character than myself. No. Yes. She's just ranked the, the New Delhi cab driver as a normal person, and you were just being an arsehole. Yeah, but we'd all been out to our 50th birthday. Well, we had. And, and so, uh, what, what's the matter with that? Well, nothing. Except you were horribly pissed. Oh, and that's why you were so pedantic. I was just... Pissed and pedantic. That's I was what just you putting were. my point out. Anyway, was, I don't, I don't agree. And pedantic. But, but that's the end of it for her, is it? No, that's not the end of it for her. But that's just one of the reasons. But what, you wanted the reasons. Well, give us some more. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Oh, no, we want some more. Carry come on out. about it. No, we okay. don't want no, it. No, I, I want them. No, well, I, you I, can have them off air. No, no. I'll, I'll only put them on air silently. Well, I'll, do, I'll do my own silently. show. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 238A. <laughs> Stop dribbling, a. you tosser. 238A. Honestly. Come on, viewers don't, don't want to hear all this crap. Yes, they do. They don't they want to hear about it. motorsport. They, no, they don't. don't. They want, no, they're going to hear about motorsport from the they tentacle don't network. Sh- they don't they want, want to be on the tentacle network. No. Tentacle network's nowhere near as funny as we are. <laughs> but they want to know about my incompatibilities. <laughs> no, well, that's, 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 they just have to bloody... Uh, that's on another show completely. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I need to listen to anyone. Just pick a show out of the hat. But that's what makes... It's the such world a diverse... No, it's not like the world go round. You don't, don't do a David Niven on me. <laughs> the moon's a balloon. Well, you'll be past but two. Yobby. I, I, I just want... Very yobby. I, I want another a reason. Another Other reason. than just a taxi driver moment. Come on. Oh, I can't. I don't Come know. on. I don't uh, know. Uh, did, did I tell her how to cook anything? No. Right. Did I... <laughs> what is it? <laughs> but what, then I, I'm confused by she's nice to me on the phone. Well, she is. She doesn't hate you or anything. But she doesn't mean it either. No, it's just she all, probably does mean it. She's, she's just, you know, it's just. But, she just can't get on with you. But Jezza says no she way. hates me. Yeah, but Jezza wouldn't fucking know. He's never met her for a start. But he's, he, he's and. Uh, you know, he's and uh, he's got no conception of how you've been when ooh. you've been with her. He's 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 been having tornadoes, beef tornadoes, and back yeah. up his way. <laughs> beef tornadoes. He's been having lots of crap up his way. He didn't get flooded out though. He did. No, he did. He did. Bollocks. He did. Get him on the phone. Up uh, the ankles. Up to the ankles. Yeah. All the, ankles. the backyard was wet, and they're moving. They don't oh, move. They have got a new place. As a result. As a result, or just because they were moving anyway? It happened to be coincidental. Ah, well, there you go. So it's coincidental. But he got but flooded out. He did. Yeah. In the garage, in the man cave, or the wool man cave, as he calls it. Wasn't pretty. Wasn't. No. I want to see photos. Jezza, send photos. Write an article for There's Radio no electricity. Show us, show us the flooding. You can't ask him to write articles, JP. I oh, know, that's right. You can't do that. You can't ask him to do that, because, no. you know, he'll just put his, dig his heels in. <laughs> And not right. You know? And not seen photos. He's enjoyed his time. He has. He should be perhaps moved to the... You know, you know how they say your second cover and twice removed? Mm. Should we put it... Should we have, like, the removed team? 
The removed team. Yeah, the te- team that team that was that, that now isn't. Ah, oh, you mean like redo that page no. on the uh, website? No, no, no. Like, like, like and have it to the previous. The team. good people and the bad people. No, no, it, no. <laughs> don't suck. I don't know why you try to categorise people in such a negative fashion. <laughs> I just think that because you know, there are those the, the legacy. There is a leg. It's not. I'm not one to question or judge, <laughs> uh, let alone point a finger. I, I think uh, you know, and Rusty Sausage will concur as you yes, assume, would. like no arguments there. I, but I think there are some yeah, um, people that have got gesticulation going on here, viewers. Have participated in the show over the years that have uh, become less. Communicative, due to whatever uh, other activities that so, uh, have curtailed their availability, uh, like uh, like Linda, right, uh, or um, or the Draper, yes, uh, Ashley. Well, they're basically uh, formed by the wayside. Or Mister uh, Keith. <laughs> I mean, we we don't single them out for we don't single them out. Single them out for single outage. We can't be doing that. We can't Do you think we could have your uh, get your missus on the phone to, uh, on the on, no, the, on the show not. at some point to actually like explain uh, with hands on hip, you know, <laughs> uh, her, 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 the the issues because I think I think it's important. I think it has to be done. Do you reckon before t- before episode two fifty? Before episode two fifty. Well, okay, then. Right. You're on notice. I'll have to work on. She's that. on notice. Yeah. Right. And she can have a bit of fun out of it, and perhaps she will find a cl- in a cleansing process. Maybe she will. She can get it out. Yeah. Because now she can, this is all over the place. <laughs> it's general knowledge. <laughs> Talking of the knowledge. Anyway, good night. <laughs> Thanks for the That's show. it, that's the show. Good night, viewers. Thanks. <laughs> ah, see, now that's why Linda's not here anymore. Just making too much noise either. One chip and you're out with her. That's it. I exactly. mean, it's like you were the... the then you didn't like these. I got you some little snacks. You did. What were they? Little uh, seafood, vegetable, pan-fried dumplings with a little bit yeah. of light soy. There wasn't much dumpling to them, though. They were very crunchy. I, I, I just, I don't, I think the, you are not happy about the Department of Interior. <laughs> the Department of Interior? You mean the seafood? <laughs> and eat it. Component. I'm talking about an election the Seafood problems. and eat it component. So yeah, I mean, how's that? What? No, no, I don't. Jeez, oh, don't get me started. I think it's a very don't good... Don't get me started I'm just about telling September you. the 14th. No, it's a very good strategy. Three weeks after my birthday, I've got to I'm go not, and vote. I didn't vote for her, and, but I go, cards on the table, good work. Yeah. No, I do. We'll see. I don't care. We'll what. be sick to death of the frickin' election within two months. No, they won't months. be doing that. They won't be doing that. They will be done. That'll be going on forever. We're getting a writ on you. I'm going to send the Governor-General. <laughs> God help the Governor-General. Well, sorry. Episode 238 of Radio Hot Lap. That's the longest non-motorsport introduction in history. It probably is, too. In the history of... In the history of the history of the history, well, no, we were, we were almost life. history this week, or well, not so much on the podcast. Well, yeah, because if you check the website, viewers, and you thought it was sort of a bit crappy the other day, Johnny's about to explain why, and it's all back up and running now. Well, okay, so th- thank you, JP. Thank you, JP, and, and thank you, Mrs. JP, for, for your uh, not, not, non-rebuttal of that uh, rebuttal of that uh, scenario. Um, Yes. Well, it all started back on Saturday afternoon, Australia Day, when someone said, RustySausage.com's not showing up. You know, because there are plenty of people that go to RustySausage.com to... Probably more people than go to Radio Hotline. <laughs> Statistically, I wish I'd been running <coughs> some, some statistics. Right. And I went, that's a bit humorous. Humorous. And, uh, and in fact... The funny thing about it, I had a dream the night before. Come with me. Come with me. Come with me on a journey of my dreams every night. And you, yeah, shut up. So I, I, um, I just had this weird notion that something had gone wrong with the website. Sure enough, the next day, hello, radio, uh, rustysausage.com had disappeared. 
There was nothing there. And I was looking at it on my iPhone and went, ah, it's just a glitch. Apache server was showing up. Very yeah. odd. Day later, same thing. Came back, went onto the server, everything gone. Went, chucked up rusty sausage, went, it's all good. Went to the radio hotline website. Well, the website's there. Yeah, but the no images, every image mm. for the for the home pages, all the main pages were gone. Yep. Where are they? Looked in the database, they're all there. The stories were all there. Went into the stories, everything looked fine. Really, externally, no one would have known that it had stopped going. And then questions were being asked. Yeah, can you imagine? And it wasn't until really, it was being a long weekend, I sort of really didn't, you know, worry about it too much until really getting going. Monday or whatever. Shut up. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't down at Darrenburg, you know, snaffling, snaffling. That was Sunday, not Monday. Saffron sculpts with you, you know, um, and Veal Oscar. But um, and then it came to my attention that there was something rather wrong with many other sites associated with the same servers. And then I looked at the FTP logs and I looked from there in and I thought that the company, which is based in Salt Lake City, Utah, mm-hmm. and I can tell you now, if they're only allowed to drink, they'd probably have to work a little better. <laughs> you know, and they have to, like, you know, listen to people coming over the fence with brochures every morning um, about the afterlife, then um, things would have been working fine. But they had basically reloaded the entire site, all the sites. Fast forward and after many days of Skype communications across the Salt Lake City, they had had a catastrophic server failure and the drives and there were like 15,000 websites that had been sitting on this server and drive which they moved across, and ours happened to be one of three domains across the 15,000 that didn't transport across properly. Oh, that's what they've told you? Well, that's what they told me after asking and after speaking to a very senior uh, tech support person who who went in and edited the database tables to make the thing, and it was a really tricky thing because I could see where the code problem was, and I couldn't do it from my end. I said, well, why didn't you tell anyone? And she said, and I thought, oh, I buy this. She goes, so what? I need 14,997 people who don't have a problem asking us what the problem is. <laughs> I said, yeah, no, good point. She said, oh, I'm really sorry. But she was great and, uh, and solved the problem. And so it's all back up tomorrow? It's all back up and running. And um, I'd have to say it's probably the most complex remote server problem I've ever had in the history of my involvement with web technologies in 15, 20 years. Jane. Well, I'm glad it's all back up mine now. Thanks to you. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> so what's right. been happening? All right, you're on. What do you reckon? Formula right. One? All right, back to you. Mate. Formula One. There was a bit of a kerfuffle earlier on in the week. What are you having to drink tonight? I've just got a Peroni Leggera. Super Leggera? No, not Super Leggera, just Leggera. It's not that light. The bottle's quite heavy. Um, What's sort of kerfuffling? Kerfufflage about Christian Horner. Because, once again, the media... He's renewed his contract. ...has been, yeah, has been speculating. And, of course, whenever they speculate, everybody's got to be going to Ferrari. I mean, what, what is it? Why do they think everybody's going to go to Ferrari? Does your missus think that? No. She wishes I would. She's got nothing to do with She wishes with I'd go to Italy. Shut up. <laughs> so, all this kerfuffleage was all, oh no, Christian Horn, Christian Horn, he's going to Ferrari, he's going to... No. When are you Red go- Bull suddenly came out. When are you said, going to realise, JP, sorry, but I don't want to be cutting you off, when are you going to realise that this is just media rubbish? You've got to exactly. read between the lines. Exactly. Well, well, that's so what I'm saying. Right, so, right. Me- I'm hitting on the media, but I'm saying, well, why is it always the media? Why is it always Ferrari? Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, Red Bull have confirmed that not only is he signed up until 2017, but the deal was done back in December anyway, before the end of 2012. Those idiots. Let me tell you. Idiots. So now the other next thing, it's Formula One wise, is German Grand Prix. German. In doubt. Severely in doubt, apparently. Because... 
It should be, they alternate between Nürburgring and Hockenheim. And so this year, it's Nürburgring's turn. And as we've touched on on the show on many previous episodes, the consortium that was running Nürburgring was in financial difficulties and looking like going broke and blah, blah, blah. There's blah, a main blah. reason. Uh, you know what the reason the German Grand Prix is not going ahead? Why? Bernie doesn't want to go to Germany. Well, that's... Because it's a lock-up? Yeah, I know about the lock-up, but, you know... You know, so so He's blamed up. political infighting, though, because he said that the fallback position would normally be Hockenheim. Because, OK, if we can't have it in Nürburgring, we want a German Grand Prix, we want to have it in Hockenheim. But apparently there are two different organisations in Germany running the two different circuits. And the people who run Nürburgring have said, no, 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 you can't be doing that because we organise this event and those other people who organise Hockenheim, that means they'd be organising it. Do you think so that, it's a total balls up. Do you think that it's time for Bernie, like Queen Beatrice, to abdicate? Well, he is 82, isn't he? I mean, his brain can't be working quite as sharply as it was back in the day, that's for sure. The days of what? Well, you know, the days when he was on top of everything, so to speak. I'm not talking about his missus either. Well, but you brought it up. I did. And there would be a bit of... There would, I'm sure there would be plenty of people that would be thinking to themselves, even if they didn't have the balls to tell it to his face, that maybe it's time he uh, went tatars. Well, do you think everybody's in fear of, of having their media pass rejected? Possibly. Yes. That's anyway. The, the folks. The folks. Folks' media pass. Yep. The folks. We'll be, where's the folks not getting on tonight? Who are we not getting the folks on tonight? I, I think I missed miss that opportunity of talking, like, discussing things with you. We haven't actually yet talked to the phones, have we? But I guess we'll see him next weekend. Oh, no. Not from his Peugeot luxury penthouse digs. Peugeot? Peugeot. Well, what's happening? Well, he's he's, he's there at... What, the 12-hour? At, at the 12-hour. Right. Peugeot. Peugeot. Peugeot are running two RCZs, mm -hmm. which run a one mate category in Porsche. Right. Out here to no doubt showcase the car. And with um, uh, the drivers, I, if you want, I can go and actually get the list for you. It, I'll get the list if you just babble on for a sec. I, okay, well, I'll babble on. <coughs> well, Excuse me. Because I'm eating chips. Sorry, Linda. Um, or Babylon, about Ferrari. Well, we were talking about Ferrari earlier on. What is it with Ferrari's naming of their cars? How they come up with the numbers? It used to be a combination of the year of manufacture, of their Formula One cars I'm talking, and the number of cylinders. Previously, though, they've also had capacity and the number of cylinders. For argument's sake, in... 2006, the car was a 248 F1. <coughs> Excuse me. So that meant it was a 2.4 litre, 8 cylinder. And in 1993, they had an F93A. Now that was a V12, but the 93, the F was for Formula 1, the 93 was for 1993. But in 1994 and 95, they had a 412T, where the T stood for the transverse gearbox. I don't know. I just can't work it out. And then in 96, they went to F310, which was a 3-litre 10-cylinder. But this year, it's an F138. So, oh, numbering conventions? Yeah. So the 13 is the year, and the 8 is 8 cylinders. So it's just a, it's a dog's breakfast. I mean, well, but it's better than <coughs> Sony's numbering convention. Well, true, but it's, I mean, if you look at like Red Bull or McLaren or whatever, it's a logical um, movement of numbers based on each year that they're racing. But Ferraris is just 
a dog's breakfast. No wonder nobody can work out what car's what from what year. Anyway, back uh, to the okay, so, so, so going back to what we talked about, the Peugeot, there's no less than actually 12 invitational cars, and probably that's expanded since I uh, printed this, um, this uh, set out, uh, the class I1, I2, and I3. Um, well, they're all internet-enabled classes. Uh, well, interestingly, um, uh, there are two Peugeot RCZs. Um, one which has got uh, Jason Bright in it, the other with David Wall and Andrew Jones, um, all of which are off and on, or regular or, and off and on enduro drivers, in the case of Andrew Jones. The first car has got Stefan Kalil and uh, Julian <laughs> um, uh, the other one with Bruce anyway that, that should be good and uh, of course uh, I don't want to tell you how good it is but I'm going to be running my RX-7 again yep it's Rick <laughs> Shaw <laughs> you know we're in the Sennheiser RX-7 um, so that's a bit interesting uh, what else we got in the release a Cooper S then in uh, Invitational Class 2, uh, Ryan McLeod and Jake Camilleri, no relation to the band, just for VXR, and uh, then three, see it, super copa. Um, finally... See it. Yeah. See it and don't buy it. See it and don't eat it. <laughs> Another product from the and, box. Uh, and, and of course, down the bottom, right down the bottom, is our good friend... Andrew Medici, who's uh, joining Jamie Augustine um, and uh, no doubt Richard Bendel in the Daytona Sports Car. So that'll be good. <laughs> so good to see you. But um, we'll probably having lunch with them because the thing will fail. Well, it's good to have Andrew around. It is. But um, old Tinkletoes has got back up there. You know, all that negative press about him going bust. Yep. Tinkletoes is there. With Steve Johnson and Johnny Reid. Oh, and in fact. Yeah, go on. Now that we've, we've, we've touched on Steve Johnson, that, uh, that's all. You might have touched on Steve Johnson. I've never never touched him. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, I think it's, it's, it's inevitable that in the next few days we're going to see the complete demise of Dick Johnson Racing with the, um, the pulling out of the... Um, uh, Major backer. The Major backer. Um, and on top of that, an Choose email brother. from Alan last night going, can you get on to them? Because I haven't been paid for my enduro drives. Is that right? And apparently no one has been paid. So it's going to oh. go bang in the next day or so. Sounds a bit that way, doesn't it? Which uh, I thought, well... Well, that's sad, but you heard it here first, viewers. Unofficially. Unofficially. I mean, we would... We could be lying. Or slanderous. Party's known to have been lying. It's, it's, it's slanderous. It you is. Know, you know, hashtag... Um, yeah. Possibly incorrect. Right. Because we're the hashtag rank. But yes. We are the hashtag. But yes, but no. So there's a bit of there's a bit of a swath of uh, a swath of F1 launches a or a swath of V8 supercar launches simultaneously. Do we need to do launches? Launches. Launches without well, launch. Lotus have launched this, didn't they? The E yeah, no. the E twenty one V, which. If you look at it, if you if you go online and, and Google up Lotus new car for 2013 or words to that effect, you'll see videos from the BBC Formula One team and another video from some some other bugger, with, which is 14 minutes worth of 12 minutes of nothing and, and, then and I saw 30 it, seconds of I the car. I saw there was a 30-second video of Matt LeBlanc from Friends talking to Kimi Raikkonen mm. about the new car. Yep. And he couldn't get anything out of him. And what to which Kimmy said, don't bother me, I know what I'm doing. And I thought <laughs> it was very, very weak video. Yeah. Well, it's all a bit weak. And the car looks a bit weak. However, having said that, it looks virtually identical to last year's car. Retains the step nose, which I thought was interesting because it's got a bit more we all know that last year McLaren didn't have a step nose and a lot of the people who did didn't appear to be that happy with it. But they've retained the step nose. Um, however, they reckon that there's been myriad detail changes. A myriad. 
that add up to a significant amount of performance gain. So Kimmy is saying that he's aiming for a top three finish. <coughs> Excuse me. And he's hoping that McLaren will be weakened by Hamilton's departure. So we'll wait and see on that. I think Mercedes, uh, my opinion is that Mercedes will actually probably um, do all right this year. I think um, nothing, uh, nothing bad about Michael disappearing. Um, just think it will be a, um, yeah, like something good. I, I think it'll be good. Yeah. Just can't put my finger on it, but there you go. And we were talking last week about <clears throat> about Wolf and Susie is going to have the privilege of becoming the first person to drive the latest Williams ahead of the new season. And let's hope it doesn't end up with a like, broken eye. Oh, no, don't go there. Well, you I just hope it doesn't. That. Well, I hope it doesn't. Well, I hope it doesn't, too. So, One would not be wanting that. Now, we had some good news here on Australia Day. Oh, good on here in Come on. Here in South Australia. Because, um, what's his name? Uh, Ken Blocks. Brian. Brian Gleeson, who has been involved in the Clipsal 500 right from the very first yep. one. Uh, and he, he's like the guy who manages the day-to-day -day operations. Rah, rah, rah. And he organises all the concert artists. God help us, we've got Kiss here again. And you see they've got their own grog out in the bloody BWS. Kiss grog? Spare me. Anyway, he got a Order of... Uh, I think it was Order of Australia or whatever. Um, so, good for him. Congratulations. Good yeah, no, I'm yeah. for that. I, I think that's excellent. A fair few years of work with Brian, uh, and... Uh, it's nice to hear JP. Gleeso, <laughs> as he's known to his friends. Gleesley. Anyway, and other Clipsal 500 news, or South Australian news, that's been all over the V8 Supercars website today, is that tomorrow the organisers of the Clipsal 500 have got an announcement to be made at 11.30am, midday to those of you on the eastern seaboard, that's an important milestone Not in relation to South in, the, in Brisbane. But then there's no power. Okay. An important Flooded. milestone in relation to South Australian driver participation in V8 supercars, the world's most competitive touring car championship, will be announced tomorrow. And the driver in question will be the third South Australian ever to break into championship together with Russell Engel and Tim Slade. So, another South Australian. Who do you reckon it's going to be? Oh, I have a good idea. You think he might be R-squared? What? R-squared. Why do you look at me like that for? Well, because you're a goose. I can't figure everything out. Pi, R-squared. Pi. You think his name might be Pi? The, like, the, the, like the, the life of Pi. PYE, as in the record company. Oh, I thought it's the movie. No. The Life of Pi. Yeah, or Pi Arse. Well, everyone's talking about it. The movie. Mm. I went to a Skyfall the other day. <laughs> we were just digress for a minute. Did you? I didn't like it. Was it nice? No. No? It was crap. No, I Don't didn't go say it was crap. I just didn't think... I thought that the movie was overly dark, meaning that it was filmed in low light, and it was a necessary... Some unnecessary stuff. I didn't like it as much as I had pre I previously liked the two versions of Daniel Craig before, Casino Royale right. and, um, and Quantum of Solos. Yes. But what was an interesting um, addition was uh, the villain being uh, Xavier Jardin. But Z Z Z Xavier Barden. Xavier Barden or Xavier Jardin? Is he a garden or a barden? From no country, from old, for ah, old men. Right, okay. And, you yeah, know, yeah. he was an excellent villain. A good that. villain. Yes. And that's obviously why they wrote him in. Because he was a bloody good villain. Pardon me. JV. JV. JV of fun. Okay. Back of the grid. <laughs> so you didn't like it? 
as much as the previous right. edition. Right. So you thought it was still pretty good then? I, no, I, I, no, I... No, you didn't think it was pretty good. Okay. Well, I'm impressive. just telling you, All as right. a bit of an aficionado... Yeah, you're a James Bond fan, aren't you? Well, yeah. I am. I am a Bond James fan. Bond fan. Unlike yeah. yourself. No, I'm not a James Bond um, fan. Never have, never have been. Yeah. Um, I uh, no, struggling, struggling with it. Struggling? Yeah. It wasn't just the mood you were in when you walked into the cinema. Uh, yeah, that probably was it actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, what have you got there? Uh, about what? About motorsport, of course. Uh, you know that is the basis of the show generally. The basis. Well, the Daytona. Oh, this, this part of Daytona. It. 24 hour was run last weekend. Rolex. The ro- yes, the winners get a Rolex. They do. And uh, it was interesting. I was going to start at the bottom because it was interesting that what they did is introduce, introduce the, the GX category. There are three categories. the Daytona Prototype GT, and which yeah. is, that we've talked about before. We, we the, the GT cars are not compatible with the American Le Mans series GT mm-hmm. category for because it was GT Grand Am. Yep. And the Daytona prototypes are not compatible against the prototypes in the American Le Mans series. But with the impending merger in 2014 of Grand of Grand Am and the American Le Mans, Le Mans series, yeah. um, it sort of they've got to start of, making. Well, it's a very strong grid, yep. lots and lots of cars. But there were um, uh, uh, a half a dozen or more GX cars running. And uh, three of them were Caymans, right? Porsche Cayman. Yep. And the other three were Mazda Sixes. Mazda Sixes. Mazda Sixes. Turbos. I don't know what the configuration, but I'd imagine you'd be running the turbo if you want to get around the oval. <laughs> and, and of course, it's not the it's not the full oval because they run the infield, yep. but it is the same circuit that they run the Daytona. 500 right. at, which is the, unfortunately the track where Dale Earnhardt was killed on the very last lap. Mm. Um, and uh, the first uh, safety car came out about three laps in after the 0, zero Mazda 6 stopped out in track. Oh. Three laps. Three laps. Brilliant. And then nine laps stopped, stopped again and then 16 laps stopped again. And then it just stopped for good, and then the other, the other second car stopped on 25, and the other one stopped on 29. Okay. So the Mazda, mm, not a good ad for them. What they put that down to? I don't know. What was it? Bad fuel. No. The whole crew got sick from eating at Sonny's barbecue pit the previous night. Is that right? Sonny's barbecue pit. Yes, there'd been a, a long running. If you have viewers, Sonny, S-O-N-N-Y, barbecue pit, Google right. that up, the whole team, the whole crew poisoned, including the car. But they all <laughs> the car, well, the drivers couldn't drive if they got food poisoning. But, but, but also the crew. So, they were spewing. Literally. They would have been spewing and so afterwards. The Caymans, the Porsche Caymans, came in for a one, two, three. Came and went. One, two, and three. And went and came. But the ironic thing about this is, JP, is that, you know, whilst your missus might not be interested in any of this sort of fandango, um, it was also the first year since the inception of the Daytona 500 that a Porsche had not finished on a podium. Right. Ever. In any class. In any class, not necessarily outright. Right. Because a Porsche did not finish in GT. And nor was it represented in yep. Daytona prototype. Mm-hmm. Heaven help us. So the Heaven GX category took the tradition on to for the forty-first year to be able to survive that. And who was at the helm? None other than our old friend from panels, David Donahue, and the oh, Brunos DD. <laughs> No, okay, Son of Mark Donahue, <laughs> <laughs> ten years ago, I got savagely pissed at. But not as savagely pissed, obviously, as I was in the cab. No, obviously not. <laughs> you were probably a happy drunk that night. I, I can... Sh- <laughs> Grouchy one. It was him one night, Mag- Magnuson the next. <laughs> Shut up! Oh, uh, but there, this is the humour. 
and there uh, is the uh, initial story. But the uh, the um, overall win yes. went to for the fifth time to Scott Scott Pruitt, fifth time winner, which um, in the uh, Ganassi is that a record? Not five it wins? is an equal record, right, with Hurley Haywood. Hurley Haywood. That's a bit H-E. International's press release. Well, Somebody he was looking after. Yeah, me. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I'll get down to that in a minute. But uh, it, it was actually like seriously. Sorry, I was just trying to fill in that pregnant pause. It really was a um, uh, uh, a very very good uh, a very good solution for for the guys at uh, at Ganassi because they pretty much got in front of Michael Shank Racing, who had won the event. Last year, they came right. third with 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 uh, Marcus Ambrose sitting in, or rather being the fifth wheel um, for Oz with a double Z Negri, right. and you can imagine if you think of a, a, a thing of Oz Negri, do you think of Nasser Alatia? Because I do, but he mm, wasn't like sort that. Sort of, he wasn't. Nothing like it. No, no, right, no. He's wife yeah. still. So he doesn't go skiing. Um, so Scott Pruitt um, um, uh, won. Won. Won who? Come on. Won. Two, three. Come on. You know. <laughs> who am I talking about? Manuel Fangio. Fangio? <laughs> Montoya, you knob joggy. Well, I'm just plucking wands out of the air. <laughs> the um, the the event was won outright by Ganassi, as I said, with yep. uh, Juan Mo- Juan Montoya, Montoya. Right. Pablo Pablo Montoya, yes, um, alongside Scott Pruitt and uh, Charlie Kimball, who coming out of NASCAR uh, and IndyCar and everything else, and everything else, yeah, uh, uh, you know. Won it on on debut, um, and that's pretty cool. So, um, mm. and uh, of course, not to forget um, the um, he has a Mexican cantina mobile business, <laughs> yeah, Mimo <he> Roger. <laughs> what is the matter with you tonight? Nothing. And uh, yeah, they ran a BMW uh, powered car and. Hello. That's it. And what about the international poorly component? Oh, international poorly. Now, Which a, you were going to cover Dion, later on. Uh, Dion von Moebke. Moebke. Yes, now, this is uh, uh, his fifth attempt at right. uh, at Daytona, driving an Audi R8 LMS Ultra mm-hmm. GT3. Which looked really mean, Grand I have to say. It looked what? But the website looked like crap. Look, no, it? I don't care about the website. The actual <laughs> car looked mean. But the website looked like crap. Yeah, I don't know about the website. Anyway, go on. The website look, did look like crap. And. <laughs> Not as crappy as this radio highlight looked when that Bluehost server went down. Don't tell them where it's from. <laughs> You'd already mentioned it earlier. <laughs> anyway, go on. Anyway, um. um the, uh, the 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 WeatherTech Alex Alex Job racing um, Audi R8, which was uh, driven by um, Dion von Moltke. Moltke. I don't know. Paul hasn't given us any explanation. You know, maybe when he does something like that, he should have a little like an enunciation. Like they have in a, a dictionary yeah, to yeah, show you how to pronounce it. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. We'll have to advise him about yeah, that. Um, and he was teamed up against. Um, uh, who was his? Uh, who was his? Who was his? Who was his teammates? I don't know who his teammates were. His teammates were. Oh, that's right. It was uh, Philip. Philippe. Philippe. <laughs> I should have turn, made a left turn at Albert Koiki. Oh no! <laughs> I thought you were going to be saying something. But you know that, and you know that's why they hired him. 
because they got it's a left hand circuit, right? <laughs> Any clockwise, you can't get lost. <laughs> Except, but it, what they don't clockwise though, is it? No, it is. And they go is left. Is it anti-clockwise? They go left around the circuit. So it's anti-clockwise. So why would Rolex be sponsoring something that's anti-clockwise? Surely they'd be sponsoring something on a clockwise. Well, they have become the official timing timepiece for um, Formula One for 2012, 2013. Right. So, so maybe they presented with watches that ran backwards. I think that there's a possibility that could work. Right. Okay. Or a mirror, a dental mirror, <laughs> a, dental. a small dental mirror on a on a handle. Uh, yeah. But uh, yes, uh, Mr. Alba Koiki. Koiki Koiki. Yeah, um, and uh, no rabbit for dinner. <laughs> he doesn't like rabbit. Anyway, yes, uh, they, 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 they won. And it's funny, I had a premonition that they were going to win it. You didn't have another dream, did you? I did. I swear I had another dream. And, and you know, it was going to be an Audi 1, 2, 3. A 1, 2, 3, but can you believe it? On the very last lap, the rum bum racing. Audi R8, which had a magnificent paint scheme, yep. ran out of fuel. Rum bum. Well, can you imagine the anguish of a certain doctor? <laughs> doctor Willick. <laughs> he would have been very anguished. And has been sent, the driver, because of excess fuel, sent, yep. dismissed, Dismissed to Australia to start a new team with um, Alex Premer. Right. After his previous dismissal. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got it. Well, I mean, look, they're going to announce. Does that the, mean he's coming in? They're about to announce the next driver to be a right. so whoever the missing one is. The missing link. Go. Who is the missing link? I don't know. That's what I got for you. That's what you got. That's what I got for you. All right. Well, we've covered Formula One, V8s, Rolex. I've got a couple of sort of cari things. Now, this is you, you're going to love this because you are such a big fan of Top Gear. You're going to want to zoom off to Sydney to to go and see Jeremy Clarkson and James May at the Top Gear Festival. It's only the second time that there's been a Top Gear Festival in the world. And it's actually pretty awesome uh, in terms of what they're going to do. It's Eastern Creek, or Sydney Motorsport Park, as we should now call it, on uh, the 9th and 10th of March. I can't imagine. You can't imagine? I can't imagine me rushing off with it. Well, I thought, because you're such a huge Clarkson fan and you love Top Gear so much, I thought you'd be I'm quite a good Clarkson fan. I like reading his little bit on Saturday. Saturday's Australian. Yes, well... Which is cold straight out of the previous week's Telegraph, I believe. Um, anyway, Jeremy Clarkson, James May, the Stig, <laughs> and the Australian Top Gear co-host Shane Jacobson, no less, are all going to cram into Sydney Motorsport Park slash Eastern Creek for nine hours of automotive mayhem. So, anyway, there's all sorts of shit going on, but some of it does actually look quite interesting. Um, there's going to be an opening round, of obviously, for Touring Car Masters. So uh, we'll see uh, JB, Jimmy Richards, and all those guys there, but nevertheless... That's I think that's enough for that. I think we've had enough. For you, a you reckon we've had enough? Okay. Well, you know, I think enough of that stuff. Yeah, 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 you're right. It's about time. Anyway, people can look We focused on tornadoes and bushfires and troubles in the eastern seaboard. And well, I thought, on that basis, you know, there's no one better to sort of give us a bit of a absolute first-hand look at his sandy yard that's been washed to Pitcairn Island. Casey <laughs> George, Jackie Elshwood. <laughs> hey, Jack. Hello, Casey. <laughs> What's going on, boys? So what? this is the first episode for the year? No, oh. it's not. This is episode 238, but it is the first episode for you. And I thought it's probably good preparation for four weeks' time, probably this very night, where your tonsils will be having a little chat around the barbecue here at uh, the World Headquarters. Yeah, no, looking forward to it. Four weeks away. The car's just about sorted out. Um, not really much to do there. 
just putting um, a few finishing touches on the uh, sponsorship vehicle. Had a mock-up done tonight by a bloke down there in Adelaide, so the car's looking pretty good so far. Oh, cool. Um, hopped her on board again for, um, for this year. Uh, so you cut my lunch again, have you? Sponsor, but they're going to be a uh, they're going to be a uh, affiliate sponsor, and uh, the other one is a uh, an international company which um, is um, well, which will be revealed probably a week Obviously. or two before uh, Clitzel. Right, revealed because if you told us, you'd have to kill us, right? I wouldn't have to kill you. Mate, there's no fun in killing you. It'd be fun, it'd be fun killing Keithy, but not you, mate. <laughs> How revealing will it be? How <laughs> <laughs> revealing will it be? <laughs> I mean, will there be any veal involved? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you're an idiot, Johnny. Yeah, they'll be veal twice. That's why it'll be revealed. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Jack. I mean, I you know, if, 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 look at it this way, Jackie. If real estate doesn't go any, any good, you can go into revealing. Right, Jonathan. Okay, mate. Next, next okay. question, mate. No, no, mate. Next question. Okay, uh, what's your what's your prognosis, Doctor, for the season? Um, you know, with uh, the car of the the car of the future arriving here, um, and I I personally think they're going to have all sorts of dramas when they turn up in forty degree heat, but um, that also means that the car of the past will be a rather exciting um, category, and I think that having Casey Stoner in it is is brilliant. Um, and will uh, provide a lot of attention to a, a second category that probably needs that. Yeah, look, there's going to be teething problems, no doubt, for the new car, but, um, you know, like all the teams are that professional, surely the majority of them will be ironed out for the first round. Um, but certainly there's going to be other some teams that are, you know, be on the, on the pace quicker than others. Um, the development series, yes, everyone's waiting to see Steiner, so we're going to be a pretty good crowd puller and, um, and definitely bring some, <coughs> I suppose, some, some uh, or build the fan base for that category because it's probably lacked a little bit, you know, in the last few years. So, yep. good thing all around, I think. Yeah, quite so. You've, um, you're, uh, you, you know, away from the racetrack, you're a, you're a bit of a fan of, of, of bikes and dirt bikes and stuff like that, but I've, I've of recent times, I've noticed you've been doing a little bit of sprint car stuff and hanging around with a MotoGP star, and noticeably Randy Zip 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 Yeah. Zip 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 um, yeah, for the, for the moment, whilst he's in the off-season, and uh, we had an opportunity the other week to go out to Parramatta Speedway and have a drive of a sprint car, and um, jumped in a wingless uh, sprint car as well, which was just great fun. Like, these sprint cars are just frightening. They are just, you know, you put your foot down, and it's like, it's like getting electrocuted. It, is, it just fries you, and, uh, you know, it's definitely one thing I want to go and have another bit more of a goal go off, met uh, Gary Rush out there and, um, uh, you know, he's offered to give me a drive at some stage as well, so, um, albeit in a wingless to start with, but, um, yeah, we might have a, having a couple of uh, runs in it and, uh, yeah, just a different discipline and, you know. It's not your first time, though, having a go in a sprint car. I think you had to go out in Geelong or something. Yeah, I did. I had to go in Geelong probably about eight years ago, but it's been a long time. Cross of the known you that long. You know, it, it was just back then they were putting out about 800 horsepower. Now they're putting out 900 horsepower, but you know you really can't tell the difference. But, but you would have no, developed no. as a driver since then, though, Jack. I'm sorry. You would have developed as a driver since then, though, in eight years. So you, your um, frame of reference has probably moved somewhat. Oh, a little bit. So you know, I'm sure I'm probably a little bit better this time than I was last. But still, like I just see the good guys going around, and they are just got so mate. They got the biggest set of dusters of all day. I just, <laughs> yeah. oh, mate, they are just bright. But um, you know, we had a good fun. Randy had a great fun. He was actually supposed to go out and have a run in a uh, wingless last weekend, but it rained, poured rain down here. I think so didn't get a chance. Uh, but yeah, he. Uh, I gave him a drive at the Ute a little while ago, and. Um, you know, I said, how was that? And he went, yes, yes, okay. You know, sort of thing as if it was no real big deal, which obviously it's not when you're getting off a MotoGP ride, a MotoGP bike 
know, into a ute. But um, when I um, took him out there for going to sprint car, I just said, mate, you are not going to experience anything like this ever. Mm. And he's looking at me with, you know, I suppose a bit of surprise if the think that, you know, I quite could possibly be wrong, but when he jumped in the car and got out of the sprint car, and I just looked at him and said, how was that? <laughs> the bloke, the bloke's English is, you know, using different words, obviously, for different meanings, but he's like, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. As men say, like, just crazy, it's unbelievable, but he just thought, it was, he, and he was absolutely dumbfounded and blown away, because he just never, may have seen them on TV, but he'd never seen them live, and Never yeah. got to experience them because they're just not in not in France. You know? So, so um, uh, he well, was it, shocked. You were out of Granville, were you? Yeah, Granville. Yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. And I suppose that you know, I think that from from the outside looking in, Jack, is that the 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 performance of those cars are, are very much um, uh, revolve around the ability of of the the tyres to hook up with the surface, and you know, a bit of oil dirt. And stuff like that. Much like we talked about that, uh, and Randy, when I think he went up to the old bar, um, Troy Bayless Classic up at Tarea a couple of week, a weekend before last, that would be the same sort of thing when you've got a really slick, oiled, hard base and tyres that are just working and the pressure's right. You just, it's just, it's an amazing, these, you, you see these things, they're, they're wheel standing down the straight. Yeah, well, this, and they do, but this, um, yeah, these tracks, because they're a clay track, the, the speedway track, they're very, um, they, the, the degradation of that track with UV light is just crazy. So you got a bit of sun out and the track just goes right off. Um, you know, of a night time, that, that's when they're always racing, you know, under lights at night time, that, that's when the track hooks up. So when we're driving around, it, it, yeah, the thing just wheel spins everywhere, but you're quite right, you know, on a good, good track, uh, you know, of a night time. They hook up and they just wheel stand all the way around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Pretty interesting that you actually got to get off the throttle to get the front wheels down to, to turn it in, although the thing turns on the throttle. Amazing stuff. Oh, that's great, Jack. Well, um, look, we'll look forward to seeing you in a few weeks' time. Absolutely. Uh, down here, yeah, if we, if we sure. don't see you. Good. See you. Uh, and, uh, I'll tell you what you got you to try, mate. I've, I've been cooking a little bit on this barbecue. you got to go down to your butcher and buy yourself a pecania. A, a what? Otherwise known as a rump cap. A, a, a rump cap? Yeah. A rump cap. Yep. Have you heard of the pecania? No. Rule pecania. Pecania. P-I-C-A-N-H-A. H-A, sorry. <laughs> Explain. Is it a certain, is it the end of the rump? I don't know. It's, 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 yeah, it must be the end of the rump. It's got fat on the outside, which is the cap. So, you know. Right. Um, and how do you cook it? Just on the, uh, you cook it. I cooked it about 150 degrees in the Weber for yep. about uh, an hour. Right. And then where you just carve it up like a like a roast. Like a roast. Oh right. How okay. do you how do you spell that? P i c a n h a pecania. Pecania. All right. It's hard to Keithy's uh, Tanya. Well, why don't you bring one down with you, Jack, and we'll cook <laughs> it up for you. Just chuck it in the... Yeah, you know. No, wait, 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 Take it in your carry-on luggage, son. <laughs> carry-on Britannia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, beat it. See ya. Oh, yeah, mate. Sure, Look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. See ya. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and for the rest of them... Oh, are we doing tech? Come on, it's coming up. It's an hour. It's an hour. I'm hungry. Okay. Well, then we don't need. No, no, no. 128, just 128 megabyte, uh, gigabyte. iPad. iPad coming up. Too late. Uh, No, I think that's a good thing. Um, I think it's a good thing. uh, Apple TV, new one with new uh, A5X chip has been delivered, slightly smaller physical Mm. size. Uh, Blackberry. Blackberry. Rechanged their name. OS. Yep. Called the I think the. XP or XD25, XD10 or something like that. Uh, Q10, which is the one with the keyboard. One with the keyboard. And the Z10 is the touchscreen model. Um, and RIM have actually changed their name to BlackBerry, so it's not RIM anymore. It's That's right. BlackBerry. That's it. Much um, more tech news and everything else next week. Not much else. When we mean? try and get it under the hour, because 
We have to go NASA. Pick NASA up. It's 59, 8, 3. See ya. Come on, viewers.